That that music must mean something. Yes, it does. <laughs> Okay. The best hour of the week. Is that is that right? Yes. And Music to go to the dump, boy. And I am uh, the co-host today. Joel is my name, and I, I thought it was because I drew the short straw, but uh, you, maybe uh, you, maybe this is how they honor you after thirty-five years of working here. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> I just I just concluded that nobody wants to work with me. <laughs> and of course, uh, with me is uh, Farmer Dave on the other side of the glass. We, 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 we were COVID, uh, you know, aware long before there was ever any COVID. We've got big glass windows between everybody. Rarely do we ever sit in each other's laps around here where we've got, uh, look at all this glass here. We, we need a Windex salesman though. I can barely see you through there. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, Farmer Dave, how are you? I am well. Um, you know, they've, uh, They've, fortunately, they've, they've taken down a lot of the political signs that are out and about, which is good because, well, that stuff just goes on for forever. But I'm seeing a lot of signs out there now. Uh, yard sales, garage sales. Of course, it's Labor Day weekend. This oh, is, my word, This is yes. kind of like the, the last hurrah for everybody. Everybody's out getting all the deals they can get, so... Come next year, what they got today, they'll put out in their front yard, mm-hmm. and and you go from there, you know. So all those many uh, garage sales right now, I saw. Well, it used to be. You're right, absolutely right. It was you know Don Gamlin for sheriff out where I am, all over the place. Yeah. Even though he was running unopposed, he has he had some more signs than anybody. Now they're all gone, and big multifamily garage sale. Boy, I tell you, they uh, they are uh, quite listen. Well, that's an old toaster It just needs a cord And that's a full set of coasters If there was only one more And that's a brand new barbecue It's my brother Pete When he bought it, he forgot that He doesn't eat meat And it's a big-ass garage sale At a quarter to ten No early birds Cause we're sleeping in Our mama's in prison We're trying to raise her bail So we're selling her things And it's a big-ass garage sale There's a car out the back It just needs a motor And a couple of doors And a full set of rotors But it always ran good It had a whole lot of heart And the beautiful thing is We got another one for parts And it's a big-ass garage sale At a quarter to ten No early birds Cause we're sleeping in Our mama's in prison We're trying to raise her bail 
So we're selling her things And it's a big ass garage sale 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 it sure is. My word, my word, my word. That is so Vermont. Yeah, it really, it really is. is. Well, this is Music to Go to the Dump by, or by which to go to the dump. My English teacher, Mrs. Larravee, would always say, never end a sentence with a, a preposition. And um, But uh, we do that here. Music to go to the dump by. You know what I learned from my English teacher? Mm-hmm. I learned creative writing. But uh, it wasn't creative writing. Joel, I, I read the book, I did the book report, and I got a D. <laughs> I got a D because they didn't like the way I wrote the book report. So after that, it occurred to me, creative writing. So I would make up authors. Make up books. <laughs> books, publishers, the whole, I'd make up a plot, and I started getting Bs. There you go. And, I, and, and I've been being. BSing I, ever since. I, I, I will. Uh, I will attest to that. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, my English teacher. She once asked me, "Give me an example of alliteration," and I said, "Well, isn't that throwing trash into the street?" I didn't get very far either. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like that. Yeah. Speaking of getting very far, yes. Everybody and his brothers out there. They're driving around and they're they're all complaining. Well, actually, they're not complaining. This surprises me. You got people out there, Joel, that are doing backflips because gasoline is now down to four dollars and nine cents a gallon. Yeah, it's a. I hear everybody saying, "Hey, you know, shop at this quick stop because it's below four dollars. It's a tenth of a penny below four dollars. Yes, three ninety nine point nine cents. Show, somebody show me a tenth." Of a penny, and 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 by the time you drive there, yeah. th- there's no savings. Is <laughs> you know, suck it up, pay, pay what you got to pay, and, and and you hear people out there talking about how well we were going to go on vacation, but the price of gas. Maybe you should have cut back on that pay per view or something else. <laughs> gas is not should not be the deciding factor for travel. It's, yes, it's high, but it's. It's not that high. Come you on. Know, you know, I was a kid in the Bronx when I had my first car, and it was like 26 cents a gallon for the gasoline. But in that's in New York, uh, uh, you know, in New York, in New York City, across the across the George Washington Bridge, which took you into Jersey, they frequently had gasoline wars between the different distributors, and it would go down to 19 cents a gallon as because the other guy was 20 cents, and then it might even be as low as 18 cents a gallon. And for the life of me, I would drive my 38 Plymouth across to George Washington Bridge to buy cheaper gas, probably spending a dollar's worth of gas to get there. But that's uh, that that's history. That's history, and I think I, I think I suffer from the same reasoning. <laughs> these days and other decisions. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about the cost of gasoline. Don't be fooled that uh, tenth of a penny and below $4 still. I got out of bed this morning Got in my car and turned the key and Then I called out of work and I went back to bed Because the needle was on E I can't afford my gasoline 
The prices have become obscene. They're up five cents a day. Who has that kind of green? I can't afford my gasoline. I've got a friend who bought a Hummer. One of those gigantic trucks. He don't give a dunk. But he can't drive since he maxed out his credit cards. Because his mileage really sucks. Six whole he can't afford his gasoline. The prices have become obscene. Too bad he had to buy that gas guzzling machine. He can't afford his gasoline. Who are the people making money? Stack them chips. While the rest of us are hurting. Choose gas or Big oil companies, their shareholders and friends. Go ask those guys at Halliburton. I'll scratch your. We can't afford our gasoline. The prices have become obscene. Unleaded regular, forget about Supreme. We can't afford our gasoline. We can't afford our gasoline. The prices have become obscene. You'll get screwed at the pump, so bring your Vaseline. We can't afford our gasoline. That hybrid car doesn't seem so queer after all. Oh, boy. Yep. You, I, you got one of them hybrid cars, don't you, Joe? Well, I did. I did. I, I, I And uh, it was a very old one. And one of the batteries in it went bad. This is a tr- true story. One of the batteries in it went bad. And I said, well, I found a guy in Middlebury that actually replaces, because there's several batteries in the old uh, hybrid car. And he said he'd replace it. But then the guy that inspects my car said that uh, with all the rust underneath it, it wouldn't pass inspection anyway, so I don't have that. But what we do have now is one of those totally electric cars in the family. We actually do a Nissan Leaf, but it's a very early one, and it only go, it only goes about 110 miles on a charge. So <laughs> we're limited to where we can go. And in the winter, it gets a little lower, maybe about 90 miles. I, I think I have an answer to that. A, lo- a, 30, a 36 to, mile extension cord is well, no. No, I was over at Absorbing Junior College this, this last week because well, mm-hmm. we, we were celebrating the anniversary of our our moon launch. Uh-huh. Now I don't know if people remember or not, but over there at the Hey Diddle Diddle Space Center in Absorbing Junior College, we put a cow up and over the moon. Now everybody's going, well, why didn't you land? Well, <laughs> the cow was smart enough to know while going over the moon. She looked down and realized. There was nothing there, so why would you even want to be there, right? And besides that, the the nursery rhyme is, hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the cow jumped over the moon. We stayed true to the nursery rhyme. We weren't like one of those folks out in California there, them, them movie stars and directors that you, you read the book and then you see the movie and you go, apparently they didn't read the book. <laughs> well, so while I'm over there, when was the last time, Joel, you went to your mechanic and he said to you, hey, you know, when I get done inspecting your car or, or oil change or whatever, I could come over to your house and paint it for you if you'd like. I'm diversifying. <laughs> well, the only people out there that seem to have to diversify are dairy farmers. Uh-huh, of course. Which if you paid them what you ought to pay them, they wouldn't have to diversify. Well, this got me thinking on these electric cars. 
All them farmers out there have got electric fences. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you drive up, park next to that electric fence, run a set of jumpers over, charge up your battery? You could take some pictures of the cows out in the field, and and the, the farmer would get paid a, a certain amount of money for you stealing juice from his fence. But But we're looking into that to see if you can charge an electric car off a farmer's electric fence. You're always thinking, Farmer Dave. I'm, boy, I tell you, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, uh, with our electric car, I, uh, I've already, we already spent like about six hours one time in Winooski because we couldn't make it back from Montpelier without uh, a pit stop. Of course, there's less and less farmers, so there's going to be less and less fences. But, you know, I, I, I just don't, I don't know. Now, at this time of year also, seeing how it's Labor Day and, uh, Apparently, I can't wear white after Labor Day. I don't don't think I've ever wore white. But you're going to have these large vehicles on the road. They're going to be coming home from wherever it is they have been off to. Um, The the gentleman who did Cows with Guns, Dana Lines, did a song about RVs. Oh, and there are plenty of them, let me tell you. Across the USA, taking in the land, wider than a Cadillac, longer than a van. Capacity 16 children, four tubes of old toothpaste, three tanks for the gasoline, two tanks for the waste RV. Dad in the front seat, country on the radio, Tim and Jim at the table, rock on the stereo, Sue and Lou in the back room, trumpet and clarinet, Sissy's still in the bathroom, Junior's pants are wet, RV. Modern cowhands riding velvet saddles On horses made of fiberglass they fly Air-conditioned covered wagons cross the prairie The pioneering spirit never dies RV RV Tenters watch with wonder, the bikers are afraid, the rangers take their aspirin, the animals run away, the truckers see a roadblock, the wagons see a wall, the compacts see a mountain, the horses see a stall RV. Jersey to Miami without stopping From Texas to Alaska in one day The stories of these heroes are astounding The tickets and the tolls they had to pay RV 
you're out there cruising on a U.S. interstate and you see that great white wonder, please make no mistake, on the road there is no justice, might always makes right, the suburban yacht is the king of the road, so you better get that right, RV. RV. Yeah! Get it on there! Get it on there! Whoa! Easy, girl. Oh, he's right about that. <laughs> You know, all them RV drivers, probably when they come back from vacation and could actually just go over to your, your local school and get a job driving a bus. Well, you know, I tell you, I see them on the road. The ones that really get to me, you know, and when I'm driving my little thing, they're t- occasionally they're towing a, v- they're towing a yes. car behind it bigger than the one I'm driving. Yes. You know. It's like, good luck. Where do they, well, they, I know there are RV parks, you know, but every now and then I see a real old one parked at like the, the, the Walmart parking lot and everything. Get a discount place to park your old RV. I did like those big silver ones. What did they call those, you know? Remember the, the big old silver ones? Uh, Airstream? Airstreams, yes. yeah. There was, there's a whole club about, uh, with those people who own the old Airstreams, yeah. And, and you see a lot of them, they got out there now, uh, a lot of campers, they're, they're going, Back to the old styles, mm-hmm. and they just—I don't know—they look nice. Okay, we we love nostalgia here. We got some old stuff, including a couple of old guys here on the radio. We uh, and believe it or believe it or not, Farmer Dave, there are sponsors for this program, and let's hear from them. Did you know that Radio Vermont Group Digital Services can create videos, including drone footage? We've even won awards for our videos. If you'd like to learn more and see examples of our work, go to rvgdigital.com. Radio Vermont Group, we're more than just radio. And they uh, are playing this afternoon. 310 is our pregame show. 410 is the uh, f- first pitch here on W. I like that Meadow Mart. Yes. That was uh, uh, Joellen, her name is Joellen Demers, who is the... Uh, Proprietor there also does the advertisements. I, I always like the name Joellen. I think that I probably, I probably, as Joel, would be Joellen if I turned out the other gender. And uh, but who knows? Who knows, <laughs> who knows I'm, what my I'm, mom I'm had not, in mind? I was just a baby. There. I was just a baby at the time. I have no idea what you I was thinking. thinking about these sponsors, because you, you were saying that we actually still have sponsors. Do you suppose they did something, and this is part of their community service? I. <laughs> Maybe it's penance from a previous sin. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was their their 90 hours of community service or something. At any rate. I guess the Red Sox have been winning. Is it it one or two in a row now? Uh, I guess we'll take whatever we can get. I heard (laughs) heard, uh, Brent and Greg talking about a streak, and you don't define a streak because everybody starts calling and – the peasants start coming with the torches and uh, everything in the middle of the night. So we're not going to talk about streaks and the Red Sox. There, there you have it. But we do have a bus going <laughs> down tomorrow, don't we? That's right. Always exciting to see a game live. And a bunch of WDEV listeners and uh, some of our participating sponsors, plus uh, some of uh, 
some of the staff that the boss likes best <coughs> are going, you know. It's like the Smothers Brothers. Mom always liked you best. Well, a bunch, bunch, bunch of WDEV people, minus some of the present company, are going to see the Red Sox tomorrow. So we feel like Tom Smothers? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, Mama always liked you best. He well, said. you know, the th- thing of it is, if you're going to go to Boston... Th- the bus is definitely the way to go, but but if you live down there and you drive it every day, mm-hmm. this song tells you why you're thankful you're on the bus. Yes, <laughs> get ready for Storo Drive, friends. Let me tell you now, folks, it's kind of exhausting when you're driving around in the city of Boston. story that Charlie, they say, who got lost in the train and the MBTA. He's got nothing on me. I'm here to say I drive in this chaos every day. Get up in the morning about quarter to five because that's the only time it's clear to drive. Put on three seat belts and hope I survive. Say four Hail Marys, then I make it alive. Hit the corner duck of donuts at five o'clock with the line that stretches around the block. There's a dope in a pickup without a clue. Ordered 39 coffees for a construction crew. Turn the radio on for the traffic report, but they talk too fast and it's all distorted. There's a seven-car wreck on the lower deck. Now Route 93 is backed up to Quebec. What the heck? Route 128 is a parking lot and Storo Drive. That's always gridlock. Every road to work, it's more of the same show. Pass them on the right in the breakdown lane. I look in the mirror and what does appear? A tailgater's there hanging on my rear. I don't flip in the bird or get into a fight. Just slam on the brakes. He lost his headlights. Then a sucker mom there in her SUV, yapping on a phone at a rotary. Then to my chagrin, what happened next? She bangs a Yui and starts to text. We got dopes and morons, idiots and clowns. It's amazing how they find their way around. Some stiff in an outback Subaru with his blinker still on. Hey, you, get a clue! Finally made it to work, and what do I know? The workday's over. It's time to go. Getting ready to leave. Afternoon commute. Back in the car. I think I'm going to puke. But now it's snowing. The roads are slicker. Stady pulls me over. I don't have a sticker. I should have hit a packy for a bottle of liquor. Screw it. Next time I'll walk, it's quicker. Can't afford the gas, it's money down the hole, paid $7.25 for a mass bike tow, Callahan Tunnel, and Memorial Drive, it's all gridlock, how do we survive? I'm Boston Strong, I'm from this town, I keep a nice scraper in my car year-round, I'll never get home, tell my wife I miss her, but I love this town, it's still wicked pisser. How true it is, and uh, congratulations to all who are uh, participating in the uh, big fan bus. As Greg and as, as Greg and Brent said this morning, uh, they've noticed that when they're on the bus, that uh, people on uh, people driving around have a lot more respect for a big bus than they do for a little Corolla <laughs> driving down there. So uh, the bus driver seems to be able to get to where they need to go. Yes, yes, indeed. Indeed. yes, indeed. Yes, What, Paul Simon had a song, right? Get on the bus, Gus. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Slip sliding away. That happens in the winter around here. This is music to go to the dump by and why, hey, it's starting to happen. Why doesn't this machine decide to work? 
You know what we can do while I'm trying to revitalize one of our music machines? Um, no, no, don't, don't play it again. Uh, we will uh, we will pay homage and thank the fine people that do make this program possible, and uh, they know who they are. And soon, in fact, in about a second, you'll know you'll know who they. Are. In decades past, you opened a business, hung out your shingle, and the customers came. Today, hanging out your shingle means creating an engaging website. The modern consumer is using the internet to find businesses like yours. Are you positioned so you'll rise to the top of their search? Let the Radio Vermont Group Digital Services work with you to make sure you're visible online and to target your marketing to location, demographic, and interest. Learn more at rvgdigital.com. Yeah, Joel here with Farmer Dave on music to go to the dump by on this Saturday, Labor Day weekend. Lots of things happening. We'll keep you posted. We've got uh, coming up uh, in the next hour, our Outlaw Saturday morning, followed by the noon hour news. And then in the garden with Peter Burke, music uh, in the afternoon on the music hall program leading up to Boston Red Sox baseball at 3 o'clock. So, hey, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But I digress. Hey, we all digress, don't we, at times, especially on this show, huh? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on my second cup of coffee, Joel, and I'm not a coffee drinker. <laughs> I'm afraid my jaw's about to override my brain. That happens to me a great, great deal. Uh, and uh, fortunately, uh, I don't think enough people have noticed, so I'm still on the air. But, yes, yeah, we... Dig- di- digression is something that is almost the hallmark of music to go to the dump by, and something that was noticed by one of our great contributors and participants, the marvelous magical musical mystery lady. Yes. That's easy for you to say. But I digress. Oh, yeah, this listener's inner glory, he's the 
That was good. Thank, uh, thank you, marvelous ma- musical uh, <clears throat> M, 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 M cubed. M cubed. M yes. cubed. Thank you very much. The marvelous magical musical mystery lady at the Steinway. And boy, digression is uh, simply uh, the, the literally the definition of this program because there's very little direction, and I think that's part of the charm of it over the years. Because back back when it really was music to go to the dump by one town, one one dump, one landfill, um, yeah, we were. That's the direction we had to the dump. No more dump. We have uh, good folks like to sell it, picking it up, and uh, you know taking it away for us. But something was lost in the process. You know, I used to see politicians campaigning at the dump during the season and everything. I miss all of that. Wow. That is the place for them to be now. (laughs) We could recycle them, Joe. That's right. Take them down and make them into, I don't know, something useful. (laughs) Yeah, that's why they have the, the liners in the landfill now in case a politician shows up every now and then. At any rate, uh, where are, where are we musically, Mr. Farmer Dave? Well, uh, I, I see we got a call. Oh yes, we did get a call. And I told you someone was listening to this show. And in fact, that was just the reason she called. She said she, not only was she listening, but she enjoyed what you and I were doing this, are, are doing this morning. And I immediately said, you want to go on the air with us? She was calling from Moortown, I believe. And she said, no, just soak it in. And I, I said, well, we want to put you on the air because we very rarely get a compliment. Apparently, she's had her second cup of coffee, too. Probably, yes. <laughs> At any rate, here we are. Music to go to the uh, dump by on a Saturday morning where we have a whole pile of uh, of records and a record machine that's being a little obdurate. But I think I've got the next one all set to go. We, there's something to do with cats, isn't it? I love with, cats. With, I do. I, I, You're I a wanna, cat person. Every now and then my cat loves me, mm-hmm. but, but not all the time. Yeah, I have a I have a Bengal cat. I, I've mentioned that a number of times. She's a cross between an Asian leopard and a regular house cat. An Asian leopard is a very small leopard, so it is a small cat. It's not a... It's not like the size of a German Shepherd or anything. But she has that leopard uh, thing about her that if she gets angry, she can uh, cause damage. In fact, I went on one of those uh, chat group things. My daughter uh, showed me how to, you know, find a chat group. And there was a chat group on on Bengal cats. And the uh, one lady on that chat group was asking... How can I teach my Bengal cat to show affection without drawing blood? <laughs> that, descri- that describes the Bengal cat. But, but mine, mine is kind of kind of sweet if I if I know what my limits are with her. Yeah. Well, my, Sam is is probably not my cat. I am Sam's human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a beagle too. I'm a Bengal and a beagle. The Bengal rules the beagle. The oh, beagle, yes. the beagle would not bat an eye unless the beagle said it was all right. You know. Yep. And anyway, speaking of said uh, feline creatures.
you farmer dave farmer dave by the way i'm uh, complimenting you not blaming you but you uh, found most of the music that we're playing today most of it <laughs> I, I, I i was glad you came in old joel because that uh the song that we started out with there uh the one about uh, the big ass garage sale yeah. i looked everywhere downstairs well we have the, several we have times the... and and you have the technology and the the know-how to Extract it from yes. uh, from the ether. As it, some of them are floating around the ether. Most of what we have here is uh, on some kind of disc somewhere. But we have the uh, PP filing system, as I call it, uh, for the dump records. Uh, put it in a pile. <laughs> you know? There you have it. And, and of course, I've I've shared with you the technology I have, Joel. 
the flip phone. The flip phone. And, that's right. and well, you you can't find anything on that. Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to have a flip phone until it broke, and then I tried to replace it, and the guy laughed at me and said, "We don't make these things anymore." I guess they'd make some flip phone, but they didn't have the one that I. Yep. Had and had too many buttons on the new one, so that well, was the end of it. Well, what gets me with this phone is I'll, I'll be standing out on the back of my mom's lot, and I can look over and see my my sister Holly, and I can yell to her, but can I call her on this phone and talk to her? <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, no. Well, the the phone that I have is uh, nailed to the wall. It is a, a landline, and I always refer to. I'm trying to remember where it is, but there's a country store somewhere where there is a landline phone on the wall, and it's a rotary phone. By the way, one of my two phones in the house is a rotary phone. And a kid walked into this store, true, true Vermont story, kid walked into this just about a year or two ago, walked into the store and asked if he could use the phone, and he said, it's on the wall. And it was a rotary phone. And the proprietor of the store noted about five minutes later, the kid was still staring at the phone with this look of consternation. And he was putting his finger in each of the numbers, but he wasn't rotating, rotating the rotary phone, trying to get it to work in the uh, modern, you know, the modern style. And uh, wasn't able to do it until he was given instructions. So. I'll bet the dial tone threw him for a loop, too. (laughs) Years ago, I was delivering a piece of equipment over to, uh, well, it was over around Blueberry Lake. (laughs) And you drive over there, and the directions I got was, when you come to the payphone, you take a left. And out there in the middle of nowhere, Joel, is a payphone. I don't know if it's still there or not. Well, it was about two years ago, maybe three now, that I was musing on the air about... Uh, or be musing, I guess, is, you know, that the big problem I have with uh, not having a cell phone was that there were no more payphones. And somebody called and said that there was a payphone somewhere, and I wrote it down, but I can't remember offhand where, but somewhere in rural Vermont there is a payphone. And the fellow said whenever he passes by, he stops and checks and see if it still works. But as of three years ago, there was at least one payphone in Vermont. None in New York City anymore. Can you believe that? I can believe that. Yeah, where there were a million of them now. I, I don't now. think he's stopping to check to see if he's still there. I think he's stopping to check see if there's any change in the change <laughs> slot. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah, the the finger in the pace. In the, yeah, the, I, I had more than I got more than one bus ride back in New York from when I didn't have any change in my pocket or any money at all. I just go to all the payphones and check and check the, you know, the uh, in the slot to see if there was anything uh, left over, and. Um, we did play a cat song. Are we going to give equal time, or are the we phones going to light up? We ha- we've got to give equal time, or the dog folks are going to call us. We're going to go, who let the dog out? And, well, it was us. Okay, so let us, uh, this is equal time, folks. I think. Oh, wait a second. No, that's not it. How about this one? That's it. Every day, every time I run astray, I bet you really wonder where I go. 
Let me tell you honestly Please don't take it personally There's some things about me you don't know I love my freedom, love my fun But if you're calling me to come Anytime, no matter where I roam Say it once, say it twice Feels so good, sounds so nice You yell Shaggy, I'll come running home You yell Shaggy, I'll come running home Now I don't leave the neighborhood We both agree it's understood You made that very clear when I was small I got all these things to do Just for me and not for you But I'll always be your puppy when you call I love my freedom, love my fun But if you're calling me to come Anytime, no matter where I roam Say it once, say it twice Feels so good, sounds so nice You yell Shaggy, I'll come running home In that brand new collar that you bought There's a lady loving me Staring from the balcony I can tell she thinks I'm really hot But then your voice comes loud and clear Perking up my canine ears My feet feel like they're glued right to the ground Another tree and all those possibilities. I'll see her the next time I'm around. I love my freedom, love my fun. But if you're calling me to come anytime, no matter where I roam, say it once, say it twice. Feels so good, sounds so nice. You yell, Shaggy, I'll come running home. I love my freedom, love my fun But if you're calling me to come Anytime, no matter where I roam Say it once, say it twice Feels so good, sounds so nice You yell Shaggy, I'll come running home Yeah, you yell Shaggy, I'll come running home For all the dog lovers, of which I am one, I have cat and dog. Also have a cage full of whoops, what's this? A cage full of uh, zebra finches. So I have got Bengal beagles and birds. So <laughs> that's. Uh, but I can tell you, Shaggy Farmer Dave was not a beagle. Beagle doesn't come when I call. Beagle only comes when it's uh, when she's hungry. There you have you it. You know they're sniffing and, and you know and following some trail somewhere and. You know, they could be in the next county if I don't keep an eye on them. 
So, where are we for? Oh, I was listening to uh, one of them, uh, their public stations, had a great interview with Smokey Robinson, of, uh, who wrote uh, all those wonderful songs on uh, Motown. And uh, love the Motown <laughs> sound. But uh, Farber Dave, uh, as, uh, you know, rural folk, I mean, you are a genuine rural folk. I mean, I came from the Bronx, transplanted here 60 years ago, and people still say, you'll never be a real Vermonter. But Joel, uh, I'm a seventh-generation Vermonter, and the only problem is I can't afford to leave. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, there's a story unto itself. Well, we, we, we could we could muse about that uh, here on uh, Music to Go to the Dump by or any of our programs. But at any rate, uh, no one would say the Detroit uh, Motown sound is anything like the banjo picking that they tend to do in Vermont on the on the back porch. But until when you combine the two, until you hear from yes. the Burns Brothers. <laughs> yeah, let's listen. Smokey wrote this one. I got some shine on a cloudy day When it's cold outside I got the month of May Well, I guess you'd say
Well, I like that. I really, really like the Burns Brothers right there. Barry Gordy Jr. taking another stroll to the bank, courtesy of music to go. They do get money every time it's played on the radio. And right, even that's... though it's not, not the Motown sound, it's a great Motown song. I'm afraid we're going to run a little long because well, I, I have talked too much today, I guess, Joel. But I, I got a song that I've been, well, this had been riding around in my truck. And I, I don't even know if it's going to play for you. But it's it's coming up on that time of year when all the churches and, and places around are going to start having their chicken pie suppers. Because there's nothing like a good chicken pie. And, well, on the farm I have chickens and ducks and rabbits. And, and well, let's... Every now and then, you'll have a rooster that's a little bit ugly, and this this song is dedicated to the rooster. Okay. Now, if it's not the right one, let me know because I lost. It'd be uh, number twelve. It is number twelve. Okay, I think it, I think it is. By the way, we are going to run a little long. It's not the first time this has happened here. I can see. I can just imagine Jack's blood pressure going up because uh, the uh, our chief dumpster made a habit of this, and for some reason, uh, we're falling into the same uh, mold here. Number 12, you say, huh? Yes, indeed. Uh, okay, number 12. Uh-huh, you stop me with none, huh? <laughs> we not more. Sick amount of chicken. Sick amount of chicken. Sick him on a chicken and watch them feathers fly. Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken. Break out the butter and the flour ready to fry. My dog Pete's the smallest dog of all the dogs in my yard. That's right. He's a mean some bitch drinks beaming water from a broken mason jar. And we sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken and watch them feathers fly. Sick him on a chicken, sick him on a chicken, break out the butter and the flour ready to fry. I heard this awful noise coming out of the woods. Coming out of the woods. I heard chicken screams, knew it wasn't gonna be good. I think we lost a chicken. I think we lost a chicken. I think we lost a chicken, cause I just heard her cry. I think we lost a chicken. I think we lost a chicken. But you can get another one, four dollar Safe to keep around the home, and he almost took an eyeball from Lonnie's son. And I was in the kitchen making fig preserves, and I heard that youngin' get kicked in the face, and I knew it was the day that that rooster's gonna get what he deserves. So I chased the chicken, I chased the chicken, I chased the chicken, and Pete hit him from the side. I chased the chicken, I chased the chicken. Me and Pete suffered on a homemade chicken pot pie. 
Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken and watch them feathers fly. Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken. I can smell the kitchen and it's almost supper time. Well, Okay, I think those guys got into the sarsaparilla early. Um, but uh, another song of Vermont uh, resourcefulness right there. Trouble is, uh, PETA is on the phone <laughs> as, as well as the ASPCA, but I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to answer. Well, well, Farmer Dave, we uh, did it. It's time. Yeah, well, you know, let me just say that, uh, you know, we went over and I thought, well, maybe I'm going to hear from the programming and management departments here. So I checked my email and uh, they haven't uh, said anything yet. But <laughs> there's a cup. This is true. I'm just looking on my emails and I got an email from Global Life Insurance wanting to sell me burial insurance. I wonder if... <laughs> Do they, Do they know, know something? something you don't? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, maybe it's about time we uh, clear the slate a little bit and uh, hopefully uh, repent a bit and uh, do the hem of the day. Yeah, repent and, and charge our spiritual battery to get us through another week. Now, if you repent, have, does that mean that at one time you've pented already? Apparently. Okay. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> so... Um, Oh, and that, this is where we sing along. You sing along. Oh, no, no, because I can't hit the high notes on I, this. I just sit back and I listen. Okay, I can't. Uh, I I can't carry a tune in one of those gardenway carts, but uh, I'll try. Okay, here we go. I think. Wait a second. That's not it. That's not it. What? Uh, oh, we have to do the hymn of the day, otherwise that uh, the afterlife is going to be awful. There you have it. Okay, it is cut. Uh, Cut 12, cut 12. Yeah. See, this thing is I was never good at math. And um, at any rate, let's see how, what cut 12 does. Uh-huh, you saw me. What? No. no, that's it. Wait a second. I got it. Here we go. As we reach the twilight hours of our fleeting earthly time And know we will not see the sun tomorrow May think with deep regret of all the things we leave behind, but all oh, my friends do not give in to sorrow. On the other shore, on the other shore, we will reunite with all the things we ever owned before. Our single socks will all be to their rightful pairs restored. We'll meet all our possessions on the other shore. As we near those golden sidewalks floating on the clouds above, assuming heaven is our destination. May glance behind for one last look at everything we love, but truly there's no call for reservations. On the other shore, on the other shore, we'll have piles and piles of jeans we can't fit into anymore. 
We'll wear all those crazy cowboy shirts we got from Fred Labore. We'll meet all our possessions on the other shore. We'll find books we bought in college and sold for half price unread. And sacks and sacks of earring backs lost under someone's bed. And baseball cards and army men and model planes galore. And every tiny plastic high-heel Barbie ever wore. On the other shore, on the other shore, we'll have giant storage units free of charge forevermore. Where our tax receipts will all be saved in bags upon the floor. We'll meet all our possessions on the other shore, on the other shore. We'll find National Geographics from 1974. Our children's art will cover God's refrigerator door. We'll meet all our possessions on the other. I hope we've uh, shaved a few decades off our future stay in purgatory with that. But uh, that is the uh, hymn of the day, and uh, I feel I feel cleansed. I do. I do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, there's a fitting closing, um, and, uh, of which you are skilled. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Okay. Uh, I, we'll, we'll we'll play the. Yes. Theme and 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 I'm I'm gonna I want to thank you, Joel, for drawing the short straw. It's been a pleasure doing absolutely the, the show with you today. And I, I want to thank all the dumpsters out there for spending this hour with with you and and, and me and uh, what I consider to be the the best hour on radio here at WDEV. Music to go to the dump by heard each and every week at this time in memory of Buster and Marie. Yes, indeed, music to go to the dump by here on WDEV, the uh, familiar theme right there. Would you believe that uh, theme, this is true, was actually written by Paul Anka. Yeah, there's a story behind that. 